Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, we want to remind you we are finding Gordon an NFL team to root for this year. He's going to pick one by the end of the show. So uh, either use your use our open mic feature on the Zone Sports Network app. Tell us who Gordon should root for and why. Send us a tweet at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson at Austin Horton, and uh, we'll we'll pick somebody good for not good necessarily like they have to be good, but we'll we'll pick a good fit. How about that by the end of the show, Gordon? Are you leaning one way or another? You don't have to to ruin the surprise, but if you you kind of. Lean it a little bit. I'm whittling it down. I'm whittling it down right now, but have come to no real conclusion. Okay. That's why I need more suggestions from our listeners. Joining us now on the Sprint special guest line live from Knoxville, Tennessee. He writes for the Deseret News. He is Jay Drew with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jay, first of all, how are you? How are things? How's Knoxville? Uh, it's nice. It's a little warm here. It's uh, not too humid, a little breezy, but uh, it's, it's uh, nice so far. What I've seen of it is a pretty cool place. All right. You have known Gordon for a very, very long time, and knowing what you do about him, what would be a good NFL team for Gordon to root for? What's a good fit, Jay? What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. I think the L.A. Rams. They're kind of exciting, and he's got some L.A. ties, so uh they got a kind of a fun coach, uh, Jared Goff, a former Pac-12 quarterback. So that would be my suggestion. But uh, you know, uh, he can he can do with that what, whatever he wants. What do you think, Jay, Jay, do you think the Rams will be able to bounce back from what happened at the end of last year, and will be right back in the thick of it again? I think so. I mm-hmm. think they got uh, they got the ta- talent, and uh, they should be able to to uh overcome that I, you know the coach needs to get a little more seasoned and uh but i i like the rams they're mm. kind of my i've always been a vikings guy that's my team since i was little but uh but i have to admit the rams are probably number two all right all right thanks for the suggestion all i appreciate right. it uh jay let's let's break this one down a little bit we've been talking about this throughout the day who do you think there is more pressure on to win this football game the vols or the cougs you know, I got to say the Vols just because of what happened and their coach is a second-year guy and there's, uh, you know, all over the Internet and everywhere their their fan base, you know, is uh, is pretty worried about the future of the program and all that and there were such high hopes this year. So um, I think uh, just, you know, Tennessee is favored to win. Uh, everyone knows what happened last week. So I, I think there's more pressure on them. I, I do think there's a lot of pressure on BYU. Don't get me wrong, but 
but uh, Tennessee's in a you know basically they you know from a national perception point of uh, point of view, Tennessee's got to win this game or they're going to get literally buried by the national press. So that would be my take. Jay, what uh, what lessons do you think BYU and its coaches and players took away from week one? Uh, and what have they talked about? What are they honing in on for this game? Well, they keep talking, obviously, about the turnovers and the mistakes. Uh, that That's probably the big thing. They just got to – their offense just isn't good enough to, to spot the other team, you know, uh, a couple of touchdowns, three, I guess, if you count the uh, – the fumble that was in, in near the red zone. So that, and then I think the concern, if there's one, is is that they really were high on their front seven, and they weren't able to stand up to Utah physically in the second half. And I, I think that's the other concern. Um, that in some ways they're saying, well, we just ran into a great running back, Zach Moss. But if you look, if you look at a lot of those runs, he had a lot of pretty big holes to run through. They were uh, Utah's offensive line, which wasn't supposed to be a strength of the team. I thought manhandled BYU's front seven in the in the second half. So I would say those are the two concerns: one that they're talking about publicly, the turnovers, and another that they're quietly going about trying to to figure out uh, maybe move a few players around figure out a better way to stand up to the run. Jay, do you think Tyson Williams was underutilized against Utah, and do you expect that to be fixed this week? I think he was, but I, I, you also got to remember, they only ran 15 plays in the entire second half. So, you know, Jeff Grimes said, hey, we, he was in the game plan. We wanted to get him the ball, but, you know, you uh, turn the ball over and – you only run a certain amount of plays, and Utah literally held the ball the last nine minutes of the game after the rain delay and lightning delay. So, yeah, I, I think uh, they wanted to give him the ball more, and I think they will. I think uh, they'll maybe try to get some ways to, to get him out of the backfield, some short dump-off passes, kind of get some one-on-ones with a linebacker. So, uh, yeah, and the short answer is I uh, definitely think he's going to be a major part of the game plan tomorrow. As I went back and reviewed the game that Tennessee had with Georgia State, Georgia State was able to run the ball on that Tennessee defense. And and surprisingly enough, Tennessee couldn't run the football much. And so that uh, involves the two questions, the two things you were just talking about, Jay. Uh, do, do you think BYU will be able to line up and play smash-mouth football with Tennessee? Will they attempt to do that, or will this be a game where, yeah, Tyson Williams will get his carries, but uh, Zach Wilson's going to be the offensive star? I think they're going to try uh, to 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 go smash-mouth and run it. I mean, I worked on that for you know the last eight nine months. Uh, there's a reason they went out and got these fifth-year graduate transfer running backs. It's the style that I think Jeff Grimes wants to do. Um, but I also think that uh, they're not going to be afraid to even let Zach run it a little bit and even perhaps even Jaron Hall uh, out of the Wildcat or, or just out of formation running as well. So um, I think that's what they've pointed to all summer is is improving this running game and I think they're going to they're going to stay committed to it 
a little bit more than they did against Utah. I think I think they'll even if it takes a couple, you know, three and outs or whatever. I, I think they'll they'll uh, really try to establish the run tomorrow. So, uh, in addition to that, was that a function of respect for Utah's defense that they didn't do that more in the first game? Yeah, I think for sure. I think uh, you know. BYU knew Utah had a great defensive line, and uh, and although they were high on their offensive line, I think they kind of knew that uh, that's not the way to beat the Utes after you know so many years. And plus, they had pretty good success last year with with Zach Wilson throwing the ball against Utah, and and with Matt Bushman, and uh, they were kind of thinking that they could go in and maybe do that that as well. Um, and they were reasonably well until the you know until the turnovers really uh, bit them bit them hard. Jay Drew joins us live from Knoxville, uh, covering the BYU Tennessee game going down tomorrow. And Jay, who do you think is the most likely candidate uh, on the outside as, with the receivers, not counting Matt Bushman, obviously, to emerge as the the best playmaking option for Zach Wilson? I still think it's Aleva Hifo. Um, they, I think uh, he's the guy that can pick up yards after the catch. Um, you know, we're still waiting for Gunnar Romney to maybe show what he can do. Um, he caught, caught a couple balls the other day. I thought Micah Simon uh, had three really good catches against the youth. Not only did he have the nice catches, that he was able to turn up field, make a guy miss, and pick up a few yards after the catch. That was kind of a positive development for BYU, um, who really needs those receivers to, uh, you know, to help out and pick up yards after the catch and that sort of thing. So, um, but when I think this offense, a lot of it is designed around. Uh, Obviously, Matt Bushman, but but also Aleva Hifo, uh, both in the jet sweeps if they can get him free on a couple of those, and then and then also you know picking up the, some of the from slot receivers some of those uh, inside yards, and then and then turning them into something. Uh, Jay, I, you and I have been talking about playmakers at BYU for years now. You know who who is going to emerge, and this has been a major issue for them. Do you think, first of all, how good is Matt Bushman? How often should he be thrown to? And uh, is uh, Laulu Putatau going to be available for this game? And if he is, do you think he'll see more action as far as, you know, uh, Zach Wilson honing in on him and getting him the ball? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Matt Bushman's a you know, phenomenal talent. He might be the, the uh, you know, the possibility the nfl possibility on this team uh, there haven't been a lot in the last few years and uh so i i think he he's great he had six catches in the first half and then like we said before they only ran 15 plays in the second half and he didn't have a catch so they'll definitely uh look to him more yes uh moroni is expected to play according to kalani sataki when we talked to him monday he practiced all week and uh and he should play, and that he gives them another dimension. They can go double tight. They can line him out, uh, split him out. He, he he's just a proven talent. Um, and then they also have Joe Tukuafu, who who you know I would he didn't get a catch the other day, but he should be uh, ready as well. So 
I think they really, really want to rely on their tight ends, all three of those guys I mentioned. And, uh, and I think uh, tomorrow they should be at uh, full strength after Moroni didn't play against the Utes. Jay, one of the benefits of BYU being independent is the you know unique venues that they're, they're able to travel to, and you've obviously been covering the team for a long time and gone to a bunch of these venues, and uh, Knoxville sure, certainly should be fun. But what has been your favorite? Well, that's, uh, you know, the uh, when they played at Ole Miss, that was really fun. That was uh, that was a cool kind of town, Oxford, Mississippi, and the the Grove, the tailgating scene there was that was uh, that ranks right up there. Um, but uh, Nebraska was really fun as well, I, you know, and, and not just because of the ending, but just the the atmosphere there. And then Wisconsin always always stands out. They've been there twice, and obviously won last year, so. Those are uh, Ole Miss, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Those are kind of three that stand out the most, I would say. Jay, I know you don't have a rooting interest one way or the other, but based on what happened at Tennessee last week and what you know about BYU's program, is this, of all these games against uh, marquee football programs, is this the one that you would favor the Cougars to win? Yeah, I would say out of the the four they're starting with, you know, Utah, USC, Washington, and Tennessee, I, I would, yeah, I would say this is their best chance to get a win from those from those. If they uh, if they limp back into Lavelle Edwards Stadium with an zero and two record and welcome USC in town, you know, you want you worry about their confidence, their momentum, and uh, and then just the fact that they haven't played well at home. Uh, for several years now against these big name teams, so uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think tomorrow's huge in that respect uh, to uh, to kind of get the jump start that maybe they'll pro- they'll need confidence wise to to play with the Trojans and then Washington the following week. Oh, one other thing, Jay, do you expect changes in B- in BYU's defensive secondary as far as who's going to start in this game based on performances the other day? Yeah, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they might try Diane Gunwoloku. He played corner against the youth. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they move him back. And I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, they play a little more nickel, um, especially if uh, if Tennessee comes out and tries to you know throw the ball all over the field. Um, Tennessee's got some really, really talented receivers. And... Uh, so that might be what it takes, but I, yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I think they were uh, a little inexperienced at safety outside of Austin Lee. Um, they started a redshirt freshman, uh, hate walk on Hayden Livingston, and I don't know if they can do that again against a really, you know, outstanding uh, set of receivers that Tennessee has. And by outstanding, I mean really talented and athletic. So. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to answer your question. I wouldn't be surprised to see a few a few little changes like that tomorrow. Dirk, you are the best. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game Jay. tomorrow. Oh, Jay, excuse me. I'm in uh, <laughs> I'm in a different world. I apologize, Jay. Uh, no, no problem. Same newspaper now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, thank you so much, Jay. We appreciate it. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks, Jay. All right, guys. Have a good night. So I got to admit, I just pulled in Austin right there. 
because Austin with uh, with Josh Parcell and uh, Steve Smith and uh, and uh, um, and uh, Steve Smith and uh, and who Jake? Oh, jeez! Now see, you now pulled I, an Austin. Huh? Now I'm all flustered. Go ahead. Who, Where who you was were? It? You were. <laughs> I was uh, looking at our schedule. Quarterback number right. one. Uh, did won a national played championship. At Auburn. And played at Auburn. His dad got really rich because he played he at Auburn. Did. Cam Newton. There you go. So I'm looking at our schedule, and Dirk's son Austin is now a member of our staff. And I was, anyway, that was embarrassing. Jay's been called worse. Jay has been called worse, and they are, I guess, at the same newspaper now. So you were close. Not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to come up with Thanks, an excuse because that's actually what happened. But, uh, you know, it's not a good one. All right. We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car to curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922 off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save Diamond Airport Parking. I can't do multiple things at Who's, once. Who is the best, Dirk or Jay? Can't be both, Jake. You got to choose. They both are the best. Because you said, Dirk, you are the best. Uh, but I but meant it was Jay, Jay, you are the best. So who is it, Jay or Dirk? Dirk is also the best. Oh, okay. Why are you painting me? Am I, haven't I looked foolish enough already I here, I just want Austin? the truth. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst, Lloyd, Dirk's the best? Lloyd is no, is no longer the worst, Austin. You are the worst. All right. Thanks, Hans. <laughs> Never working this down You're again. the best, Hans. <laughs> Uh, let's find Gordon a football team. Let's get back to that. Let's do something I, I, else. We have gotten a whole lot of suggestions uh, via all. Uh, I, 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 this is going to be tough because people are giving me good reasons to go with a, a particular team. I, we got to settle this. Take us to break, Gordon. I've had a bad segment. Yeah, we'll talk with uh, Dirk Facer coming up next right here on the big show. <laughs> 